clear their airways for the big broadcast. It's time for HempRadio.com, your source for everything hemp and cannabis. With your hosts, Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, and Candace Haas of Orange County Normal. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Hemp Radio. It's Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, and I'm here in fabulous Sin City, Las Vegas. Or no, we're in Summerlin, Nevada, right? Summerlin, yeah, it's it, close. Okay, I'm here with uh, my new fabulous friend. I make new friends everywhere I go, but he's cute, he's smart, and he is a magician. <gasps> oh my God, V, the magic of V, and he performs in Las Vegas and everywhere. And you are one of you are the considered one of Las Vegas's best close-up magicians. What's a close-up magician? What does that mean? That means, um, you know, it's the little stuff. It's the stuff that um, it, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of years. It's different from uh, stage magic, which most people are like know, David Copperfield. Right, right, right. That like yeah, the big guys. Okay. Um, well, you're a big guy. Well, you know, well, hey, yeah, hey, hey, easy now. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, but it's one of these deals where uh, He's cute it too. takes a lot of years to just do, you know, one little card move or coin move. And you know, it's, it's okay. Fun. You're going to take us to the beginning. Okay. Um, you started doing magic or what made you think about doing magic? I mean, most little boys want to be cowboys or policemen mm-hmm. or firemen. And I mean, what made you and at what age become interested in magic? You know, I don't think I ever really was like, you know, this one day I'm like, I'm a magician. And this is it. So uh, am I closer or farther away? So for me, it was more of an idea of that. I just liked the theater of it. I really liked it. Oh, David, yeah, you like you know, theatrics. I do. I, well, I like the idea of telling a story in an unusual way. And I, I, I majored in theater for a while. Okay. I did. Uh, Where are you from? For a while. I'm from Maine originally. Oh, that's right. Maine. Yeah. Right. Maine. That little state. Is it this? Or is it's it, actually relatively big, wait. but it's only a million people. Oh, I was going to say 10,000. million. <laughs> it, it feels like 10,000 sometimes, but it's a million. Okay. In what city though? Did you live uh, in like I, a little... I grew up in this awesome little uh, town called Skowhegan, Maine. Oh. And I, there was only like three magic books in the library. And I just rotated those books over and over oh, again. Oh, wow. But at what age did you... I mean, well, maybe let me step back. I see little boys at parties when friends had uh, parties for their kids. Right. The little boys like magic parties. You know, little, I remember that. Yeah, you know, and it's hard. You know, it's it's really hard. Part of the uh, problems with being a magician is when you talk to somebody. I'm a magician. You hear a couple of different things. You first off hear people go, hey, "Can you make my wife disappear?" And ha ha ha. Oh yeah, and you right, right, that's right. The funniest well, fucking joke you've ever I heard said, in your life. Well, well, wait a minute. How about me? When I met you, I says, well, "Where's the million dollars? Yep. Make it appear." Yep. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But, but no, 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 no. Let me talk about this for a second because there's a profound argument that you're stating, which the average person brings up, and it's brilliant. They're basically saying. If you're so magical, make a million dollars. Right. And I'm saying, do it, babe. Right. And I'm (laughs) saying, there may be a reason that I'm not. Maybe it's a trick, but maybe there's a bigger thing going on. And here's what I throw out to people. And I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it's not. But maybe, just maybe, magicians are real. 
Okay. And I'm not saying they are. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making I got that it. Claim. I got it. But maybe they're real and they can do some really amazing shit like X-Men style, that sort of thing. But the reason we don't on a day-to-day basis is because it would throw off what society thinks it is. So we have to do these little mundane tasks. We have to cut and restore rope. And we have to pretend that it's how a trick. The, how do and we you have to do pretend, that? You know, hey, baby, it's magic. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. That's what we always say. Wait a minute. Or some little clever comeback that we learn from another magician or we come up with on our own that shuts the conversation down. It, it's amazing, though. I met V yesterday. You know, he, she says, oh, you have to, you have to meet my friend. And I said, oh, okay, I like to meet anybody. And she said, he's a ma- magician. And I said, yeah, okay. And I thought, what the fuck? Right. I have, yep. To, yep. I yep. have I, to sit I and watch. That. I have to sit and watch this and go, oh, wow. I have to pretend to be amazed. I get it. Oh, my God. I was so in awe. I made him do the same trick over and over because, and I would watch from different angles because I'm a very good person at detail. I, 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 I I'm a believer, I, I, not a, a Bieber, Bieber, right, a believer, <laughs> a Bieber. Right. I, I'm a believer in magic and V. Oh my God, you. And this is what I really love. You dabble in mentalism. I dabble on, yeah, definitely. I love it. He's a dabber. Yep. And you're, when I said that, what did you say? Uh, abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> hey, baby. He's a dabber, too. We're going to go more, talk more about dabs later. But, okay, so you went to the library. Mm-hmm. You did the book thing. Right. And at what age do you say, oh. Did you do card tricks for like all your aunt and uncles and all that thing? No, I mean, you know, I did a little bit, but I really wasn't that kid. Like oh. most people who grew up with me were like, you became a magician? What? Really? Because I was really, really into bands. I was a musician. Okay. I studied guitar. I went okay. to school for jazz guitar for a couple years. Um, I still do it. I love, I love music. And I call myself an artist before I am anything else. And I know it's pretentious and I, I fucking hate it when people do that. But at the end of the day, what I am is like, I, I just do things. I'm happen to be doing magic right now. I happen to be good at it. Oh, you're great it at it. You, it oh my goodness. But for me, it, it's not like the be all end all. I like being that guy that gives people this little moment that they can remember. And the reason I call myself V is because it doesn't matter what my name is, really. Right, right, right. Does, well, does that stand for anything or you my just- My last name starts with oh, V. Oh, yep. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I figure it's a lot easier. Yeah, you can, to have one word. Yep, done. And V's great. It, yeah, that, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Done. It's it's very easy. I got a logo. You can remember it. Yeah, done. yeah, and your cards are great too. I Thanks. mean, they're magical. Hey, Vista Print. <laughs> uh, oh wow, that's really nice. You got a great one. I mean, it's really a beautiful card. Thanks. Um, so, when did you start performing on stage? At what age? Well, it depends on the question. Um, I started doing little magic shows for you know, for the like the Rotary Club and the classic. At what sort age? Of, probably around ten or eleven. Okay. But then I okay. dumped it. But then I dumped it and I did guitar in my teenage years. I didn't really touch magic. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That, when did you go back to it? I went back to it in my twenties. After I'd gotten good enough for guitar and piano, I'm going, okay, well, that's fun. I've always kind of played with magic. And gotten, okay. And then I just started doing shows. Probably in my mid twenties. And uh, started doing comedy stuff. I did improv comedy for 13 years in Orlando. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and that was a huge aspect. Okay, I think, get funny then. I know, right? <laughs> You'd think I'd be funnier, right? Nope. <laughs> 
But no, the thing yeah, is, no, with most, the problem with most magicians, and this is why I don't really hang out with a lot of magicians, and most magicians don't really even like me. They respect me because I'm good at what I do, but they don't necessarily like me because I hate to point out to them that they're doing the same fucking jokes over and over again. They're doing the same tricks using the exact same lines from everyone else. Yeah, so but, a lot okay, of people no, hate magic because of that. Well, you, I mean, magicians are doing the same tricks too, aren't they? Musicians. You, uh, ma- magicians. Like you're doing card tricks. And yeah. And at the end of the day, all card tricks are the same. You find a card, you lose a card, you find I mean, there's there's great variations in between. You can tell stories with cards. Okay. You can do four ace things. There's, there's brilliant card magicians that would never do that. But on average, when a person thinks of a card trick, they start to roll their eyes. Like you did. Uh, until yeah. They go, oh, fuck. Because my uncle right. does that trick where there's right. 21 cards and he lays you down know, three the rows. the old guy. And it takes forever. Right. The old oh, uncle who's drunk yep. that comes to your Fucking house. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And you, ha- you yep, know. I get you it. Ha- I get it. La- laugh when Uncle Saul yep. does his trick. Even okay? if it's not the right card. Just exactly. pretend. Pretend. And that's what I thought. I'm thinking, oh, shit. She wants me to meet her friend. Who's yep. the- but I was in, oh, my God. The, the thing that completely blew my mind the car trick I'm in awe of because like I said I watched every angle I mean I'm, right. I, I, I there was no I, I can't even imagine how you did it but the quarter yeah the quarter that I put my name on yeah and I watched you bend it just holding it and I'm like what the fuck right oh my god now I, I, I have it so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of it and put it on uh a, Camp Radio. You know, I I give I always give a little talk about that one because everybody remembers Yuri Geller, the guy who could bend right. spoons. Right, he was the Ben Spoon guy. Yep, right, but I got right, a little right, talk right. about Yuri Geller because I I have strong feelings about it because I believe Yuri Geller is a fraud. I do. Okay, well, how, what makes you say that? Well, because everything Yuri can do, I can do. So, imagine that I'm. Uh, hear me out. Okay. Imagine that I'm some guy at a party. And you have no idea I'm a magician. And I say, hey, I'm psychic. I can bend quarters with my mind. Give me a quarter and I will prove it to you. And I do that same trick that I did for you yesterday. Trick. And I bend that quarter and I give it to you and then I walk away, giving you no context that it's a magic trick. What would you think? You would have to get the phone. It's not my phone. I don't Jesus care. <laughs> Ain't my phone, and if it was, I wouldn't answer it anyway. I'm it's doing a show. It's the FBI. I, see, and that's why I wanted my uh, compute, my phone hooked up because I have sirens on. I have all kind of sound effects. Oh. I get a little goofy with that because it makes it fun. Sure, right. you know, I, I like to have the booze and you know that kind of thing. Um, okay, so when did you realize? This is what I want to do. I still haven't realized it. But you're performing in Las Vegas on stage. I am performing. No, I'm not on stage. I'm on uh, Capo Speakeasy, which is on oh, Jones' Sahara. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I do shows. I do some little. I have a little 45 minute show that I do sometimes. Uh, but primarily there, I'm the guy that uh, just sort of entertains the crowd. We have a singer as well. It's a great bar. It's you know it's an amazing little place and it's a secret. It's just, it has a secret entrance. You got to know a couple little passwords. Oh, is it just like they you yep. know? In, in well, like I don't the, know. No, I'm not telling you anything. You just have to sort of okay. figure it out on your own. When you that's said, the beauty of it. When you said a speakeasy, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because I like to watch black and white old um, mystery movies on Saturday and Sunday nights, and they have like George Raft and Humphrey Bogart, right? right. And 
When you see a speakeasy, they open this, there's this big door, right. wooden door, and then they open a glass and you say, Joe sat me, or yeah. they know you and then they let you in. Huh. Well, I'm not telling you either way. <laughs> I want to let you, you got to find out for yourself. It's a, it's a great little place. I, I and mean, I'm usually there between like six and nine 30. Okay. Six nights a week. I don't, I'm not there on Mondays, most nights. Okay. So I'm going to tell my friends. So what else do they do there? Is it you, is it you're the performer? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's also a restaurant. It's a bar. We have a singer. It's a, it's a little, it's a speakeasy. It's a, speakeasy. It's, it's a hangout. Well, it's, I've it's never a place. been in a speakeasy. It's a so I, I mean, I, I have no idea what it's, you know, speakeasy. it's old school uh, Vegas style. It's really dark. You know, um, it's, it, it is what it is. I try to keep it a secret, you know, let wow, people come I and love experience it. it on their own. Yes. It's I really love cool. it. I love it. Um, how long have you been, uh, doing your magic there at Capos? Uh, probably about three years now on and off. I also travel a lot too. Okay. So sometimes I'll take a couple months off in July. I teach a magic camp up in Maine. For so kids. for kids, yeah, for three hundred kids, and I love wow. it. It's a real big passion of mine. Oh my gosh! So because magic's a really cool art form when you teach anybody, because it teaches them how not to take a, be taken advantage of, how they, how we can be fooled by our eyes real quickly. What does magic have to do with cannabis? That's a, that's a fun what? question. That's that's you know, what we're gonna talk about. What I mean. You're in magic mm-hmm. and you're a cannabis uh, advocate mm-hmm. and activist or whatever mm-hmm. you do. Do you use cannabis? I do. Okay. Um, I, I do too and everybody knows that. Right. Um, I didn't touch it till I was 30. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're a semi-virgin. How old are you? I am 46. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And for me, you know what? It's so funny. Uh, growing up, I believe like, oh, you, you know drugs are going to kill you and weed's a drug and marijuana and pot and dope and they use all those words Reefer, that, that right reefer yeah, yeah, yeah. madness yep, that's yep. what everybody had and also ironically and this is kind of timely i was the, and i still am i'm the biggest prince fan you'll ever meet i'm a huge huge so prince fan. you were depressed when he died april 21st was a huge day wow. for me yeah i'm still a lot of people are still it. mourning prince yeah. was a really really big deal to me and he wow. never touched weed so i thought well if prince didn't touch weed yeah he didn't get but drunk. hold on he was doing oh, every yeah, yeah. opioid no, in the I know. world. And it, don't get me started because I know if a Prince is a human at the end of the day. Exactly. As have, we all are. If he had not bought into the whole bullshit of like weed's a drug, if he'd have smoked weed, maybe he'd be alive no, today. No, he knew it wasn't. A, listen, he yeah, knew. He, he bought into it. No, he, he didn't. You know, I don't he think he did. He was of the generation that he chose the bad stuff. I think there he was in pain Janis and had Joplin, no choice. Everybody, they chose the wrong shit. That's all. Anyway, this is fabulous. I want to know more about magic and cannabis cool. with our fabulous guest, V, the magic of V. And we'll be back uh, with Hemp Radio and Patty Cakes and V and more hot topics. Abracadabra. Hemp Radio with Patty Cakes and her buds. We're back. Hey, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Hemp Radio and it's Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis. I'm here. With my new bud. <laughs> I see what you did there. Did, you didn't That's get that. clever. Th- yeah. Nice. I call people my buds. Did you write that? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody does that though. I don't think I'm unique, but thank you for mm. letting me think I am. No. Because I like to feel unique. Uh, and none of us are really. Everything's been done. It's just. Everything is derivative. It, right. Exactly. So we are talking about V is the magic of V. That's his ma- the magic of V yep. dot com. Yep. V is easy. It's just done. That's my last name starts with V. And, and uh, it is it, it's easy. And um, 
I want to talk about the magic of cannabis. How Go you, ahead. because we talked, we said that your background, you know, you're a cannabis advocate and whatever, and you're a user or, um, I don't, see, I never know what to say because everything's so politically correct now. I'm not a politically correct person. I mean, what is it, what are we calling it or what, how are we right. saying it? I just say I smoke pot. That's what I say. Yeah, and that's such a loaded term, though. When you say pot, I people care. go, oh, the pot. You're on the okay. pot. V, so look, if you hold say, on. Look at me. I'm old. That's what we called it. Yeah. We called it yeah. pot. Yeah. But cannabis sativa is the is the botanical. Is that what? I mean, it's a plant. So I, is that I'm, the botanical? I'm not that guy. Oh, I know that it's the medical term for it. It's it, it, the, No, that's the name of the plant. Cannabis sativa. Mm-hmm. That's the plant. Mm-hmm. That's where you get hemp. And that's where you get marijuana. Marijuana, hemp, out of the same plant. Cousin, it's a cousin, you can't smoke hemp, you can't get high, you smoke pot. Anyway, so tell us about the magic. Well, you know, there's a whole sort of uh, subsection of magicians that are seriously talking about the idea that magic and cannabis users need to sort of kind of start thinking of, you know, when a magician's performing, People aren't going to be drunk like they are sometimes in some of these clubs that a lot of magicians go to and perform at. Do you get heckled? Uh, yes, sometimes. By drunks? Uh, not, I, I set my audience up so I don't, that doesn't really happen. I, I try to shut that down really quickly. Okay. But well, who would you rather perform in front of? A bunch of drunks or people smoking pot? It's a tough one. Oh my no, God. Me, no, hear me. I'm being honest. You want me to be straight? Yeah. I would rather perform in front of an audience that's relatively sober, that's had a couple hits or a, a glass of wine or something like that. Oh, right. But I said, but, I didn't say that. I said a bunch of drunks or people smoking pot. Because when people go to the bars, they don't have one drink. Right. So what are, and I don't mean to be that guy, but what are we quantifying? In other words, have they been smoking all night or are they just hitting you, a couple you, things? Wait, no, 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 honey. You can only get so high with pot. It's not no. heroin. Yes, yes. I remember the first time I did edibles. Edibles are okay. different. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I bake edibles. That's how I started. I uh-huh. make edibles for cancer patients. Edibles are for the body, pot's for the head. It's two different things. Two different things. You, t- you, you use an edible, it goes right into your body. It takes 45 minutes, an hour, some people a little bit longer to feel the effects Pot, you take a hit, it goes to your head, it's gone in 25 minutes. You know, that's the bottom line. The challenge is performing for an audience that is primarily using alcohol and performing for an audience that is primarily using marijuana. You have to approach each one of those audiences differently. Oh, sure. You just do. Both of them, for instance, if I'm picking, having a a drunk pick a card, a drunk, that's, that's, that's rude. Somebody who's, who is drunk. If I have them pick a card, I have them sign the card. Wait a minute, somebody who is drunk is a drunk. That, no, that's all I'm saying. I, I don't it's go not, there. It's no, not no. for debate. Yeah. That's just my opinion. No. But that's like saying everybody who smokes is a pothead. No, not the same. Well, okay. For me, it's there are two Wait different audiences. People that drink get violent and mean, most of them. They want to fight. Ask any cop mm-hmm. where they'd rather go. Mm-hmm. Into a bar, breaking up a bar fight, or going to bust a bunch of stoners. I'm using the word, the, the term a drunk in the old style where you're like, he's a drunk, he's the fall down. And I don't mean that. That don't mean that everybody who drinks is a drunk. That's not a, oh, I'm no, not no, making no. that correlation. It, oh no, not at all. Okay. I mean, I have friends that'll have one cocktail yeah, with right, dinner. Right. That's not a drunk. Most people I know are social drinkers exactly. and they're not fall down drunks. Yeah, I like to have yeah, a Grey Goose martini three times a year, three olives, yeah, that's I've been, it. I've been drunk five times. In my 46 years, I've been drunk five times in my life. 
uh, once when I was in college, <laughs> and I, I hate alcohol. I mean, I'm not a good drinker. I was always called the cheap date because everybody pushes drinks on you. And I used sure. to have, yeah, yeah. I used to get the drink, whatever it was, and I'd have the, it all night. It was watered down, and that was the cheap, the, yep. the cheap date. Sure, sure. I'd rather take a hit of pot before I walked out the door, and I had a fabulous time. So that's my thing. Right. But, but getting back to what we're talking about when it comes to pot audiences to alcohol audiences, you're right. I think I would get less heckled through a pod audience and an alcohol audience. No, because but for me, heckles aren't a big deal anyway. I can, I like it, sort of. Oh, I oh, do. I'm good with it. It's stimulating. Yeah. Yes, it's I challenging. I think most, most magicians shut down because I have a strong opinion about most magicians. Most magicians are not performers. They've only studied magic. Right. So they don't study stagecraft. Exactly. Exactly. You're a, they don't study improv. Right. You're a shoe-in. Okay. So let's get back to the magic in cannabis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were talking about uh, Mark Kornhauser? Yeah, Mark Kornhauser. He's a really a great thinker in magic. And he wrote an article a couple of years ago in uh, Magic Magazine, which is uh, the premier uh, magazine for magicians. And he talked about how we have to start thinking about our audiences when marijuana becomes widespread legalized. Wow, that was interesting. As a, uh, as sort of a, a goalpost of like, we have to start thinking that instead of performing in front of people who've been drinking, we're going to be performing in front of more people who have THC in their system. So have you come up with any pot magic tricks or... You know what's funny? I mean, Uh, is that a stupid question? Yes and no. Uh, I was talking with an ex-partner of mine a couple years ago about a pure marijuana magic show. In other words, instead of making a, uh, a magical pole appear, you make a magical bong appear. And for me, that's right, a, right, right, but right. for me, that's a little man. It's a little on the nose. But it's see, a little cheesy. But they it's like little, that. You're talking about people that are smoking a joint, yeah. watching magic, and they see the bong, and they're going to go, "Oh my god!" But you know what? I like to play with their short-term memory. Like, remember that trick I did for you yesterday? <laughs> yes. The uh, the ambitious card routine, where it keeps coming to the top. Now that is an old trick. It's not mine. There's so many he millions my- of variations. That the version you saw is mine. No he, one else does that version. He blew my mind. Every he, he blew my mind. Thank he you. absolutely blew my mind. But it's really geared towards... I don't have a much mind left to blow, but whatever was left, he blew it. Thank you. I appreciate that. But um, the point of that trick is that it, it just keeps coming to the top. So if you forget what happens, I just do it again for you. So it's kind of designed on that short-term memory loss that some of us may have when we've had too much THC in our system, that it just keeps coming back. The reason it's signed, because if you forget what the card is, you at least don't forget what your signature looks like. So I didn't forget what the card was. It was a six of hearts. But some people would. Some people would. If you just have them pick a card, does that they mean show I it. don't have Alzheimer's? I, I am not a doctor. <laughs> I cannot give that sort that. of. I still remember the six of hearts. Okay, you know, that was my congrats. card. <laughs> it was. But most people, most people, if they're on something, forget their card. That's why a lot of magicians will say, "Show the card to everyone else." Because you might oh, forget right, it. Oh, right, right, right. That's why I right. have them sign it exactly. because it makes it more of a personal thing. They keep it in the end. Yeah. I love it. I have the quarter. I, I, I can't even believe it. Um, so, go on about, you were talking about cannabis. About you know, the idea that we have to sort of, um, maybe not put Or Mark, or, I mean, tell me about what more, did we finish talking about what Mark Kornhauser wrote about? Yes, yeah, pretty much. That the idea we have to start being much more aware of our audience, that they may have be a THC-centered audience so than an alcohol-centered audience. have you started 
working on routines, you know what the alcohol right. people want because mm-hmm. that's who has been your audience that you know of. You don't know who's been smoking and right. who's drinking right. because now that it's legal in Las Vegas, medical marijuana, but you still can't smoke in places. But I was in a bar. They let me vape. Right. It's still You can a, vape in bars, people. The stigma in is Las going Vegas. away. The stigma is going away on that. Um, but so, yeah, I have to keep in mind with every group that I perform for, what, where is their head at? And it's a bigger question than what THC is in their system or what drugs are in their system. Right, where is their right. head at right now? And can you look at a, an audience and determine that? I'm relatively good at that now. Okay. Not so much when I was younger, but when I was, but now at this point, I can walk up to a group and kind of easily figure out, all right, this is where their head's at. They're, they may not be into this. They may not, they may be over into this. They may be overly enthusiastic. So I have to gauge that each time. I want to ask you, um, and I don't know if you want to talk about it, but mm-hmm. what do you think about other magicians or illusionists? See, I don't know the difference. Is there a difference between an illusionist and a magician? Isn't it all magic? <laughs> the, the old joke is about 100 grand. Um, <laughs> the, the magician illusionist, the exact same thing. A magician is more of an open term saying the guy that does tricks, which, okay. is a, which is a term they hate to. So I know Chris Angel, everybody thinks he's the end all. And there's something about, I don't know, what, tell me about, I mean, is he a, an illusionist? I have strong opinions what about is Chris. What well, is here's he? the deal. Here's, I, have, I have two sides of, of Chris. Um, I, I don't think he's done well for magic. And I know a lot of magicians hate it when I say that because they go, any magic on TV is good publicity for us. Right, blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. That's true, though. But I say when Chris does things on TV that nobody and not even himself can reproduce live, it sets us all up for failure. Because people go, hey, can you fly like Chris Angel? And I have to tell them, you know what? Chris Angel can't fly like Chris Angel. Don't believe everything you see on TV. Real magic works live. You have to see it live. You can't see it on YouTube. You can't see it on America's Because America. it can Talent. be altered. It can but, be edited. But wait a minute, hold on. Isn't it done in front of an audience? Let me give you an example. Okay. You see this one on not just Chris Angel, but you see it and, on right. David Blaine specials. You see right. it on a lot of magician right. specials now. The magician goes up to a random person on the street and says, think of a number between one and a hundred. Hmm. 36. And they go, holy shit, that was my number. Now, the person they go up to on the street is not a plant is not in on it. So their reaction is legitimate. So you watch that and go, wow, that does not seem acting. That seems real. Now there's a reason for that because he walks up to a hundred different people throughout the day. Oh. And the only footage you see is when they go, oh yeah, it is 36. You don't hear him go, no, it's 72. Right. You suck. Okay. Because he just goes, oh, well, whatever, okay. and walks on. How stupid am I? I no, mean, it's not. I know no, no, that. No, they, no, no. Well, no. because I learned in journalism, believe nothing of what you hear or read, yep. and one third of what you see, yep. sugar, salt, same thing. Yep. See? And that's exactly what you said. That is, I never thought about it like that. Yep. And so it sets okay. us up when I, I only do real magic. You don't see a lot of me on video. There's a reason you don't see okay. a lot of me on YouTube. Okay. Because you can only really experience it live. And you can only hear it through other people going, yeah, no, it's legitimate. Can it's, you make Donald Trump disappear? Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't get me started I mean, that. are you voting? I, I, I yeah. hate to change the subject, yeah. but I like it. No, no, no. It. I'll talk about this one. I have okay. no problem. Okay. I don't like Hillary Clinton. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I am not a I fan. Know. But, but I can't have somebody who's going, to, I want to have people beaten up at my rallies. I can't have that. 
I can't have somebody who's going, I think religion, said, a certain religion should be shut down from this country. How about Sorry. what he said about the guy, the, the Iranian guy that in the military. Yeah, he's had did. no fucking, uh, you've had no, sac- I've had sacrifices. I've started companies. That's a sacrifice. Are you kidding me? Anyway. The, you haven't lost um, anyone? Ugh. Don't get me started. It, yeah. We're talking about cannabis and magic. Yeah. Well, then, because I, I asked you, could you, could you make them disappear? And then we started on mm. that. What do you think is, uh, we are in Nevada. 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 Don't. I'm sorry. I know. I'm from the East Coast. I had to relearn that whole thing. I, I was I, like, Nevada. I know. Ugh. I know. I'm sorry. I, I try to catch myself. But it, it, medical marijuana is legal. Uh, the dispensaries that are here are beautiful. Uh, they're doing it right, but they don't have enough patience because they have to pay five hundred dollars, three hundred, four hundred dollars for a medical card. And I wouldn't, you know, I renewed mine in California because yep. you still have reciprocity. But yep. they're trying to do with that away with that with Californians now. So, you know, I think it's just the it's just the political system in here just trying to fuck with people right. and not make it smooth because. Go to Colorado. They're doing it. I say this every show. I'm sorry, people. I hate to repeat myself, but it's working. They're doing it. Everybody's making money. The city's making money. The state's making money. I mean, that's the name of the game. Um, Crime has gone down 44%. Accidents. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? For me, it's a tough one. I don't, uh, I think there's a bigger question going on. I've never necessarily been a fan of legalization. I've been a fan of decriminalization. Why? Uh, and Ben, once again, I am not that guy. I don't. I am not knowledgeable. When I spend most say, of my time okay, studying magic talk, and my right. guitar and my piano. And right. I, I'm not okay. on the internet all no, the that, time right. studying. No, no, it's your opinion. My, I'm, I'm asking you for your I'm opinion. I'm just saying that we We're shouldn't, fight be, throwing no, pe- we shouldn't be throwing people in jail. We should not be throwing people right. in jail. From, I think it's a racist no. law. I think. Um, I think it's a, it's a it's good the way well to control. Because that's how they portrayed it in the beginning. It was all of, they said you know, the blacks. Yeah, we the, can control the blacks and Mexicans, Mexicans like this. Mexicans, right. And that's what Nixon said. And I, I think it's gone on to it. I think it's a race war more than it's a drug war. But once again, I'm not that educated on it. You can shut me down with facts and statistics and I'll go, oh, okay. Hey, did you know that middle-aged parents now more likely to be using weed than their kids? I have heard that. It makes sense. Yes, it does. Yep. It really does because... Remember, weed's an old person's drug now. Isn't that funny? If you're in your 20s, you're like, ugh, what weed? It, Isn't what that it, what my mom smokes? That is so funny. Give me some Adderall. I, but that's poison. Yeah, but that's what the kids are doing. Wow. I, I'm very Which blessed. I'm not necessarily opposed to. I, I'm more, you know, I'm, not a I'm dr- kind of a libertarian. I, you know, I, they I'm, should all be sort no. of open up for that. I, I don't think that... Uh, I believe in uh, therapy and you getting your head checked. I don't believe in drugs for those kind of things unless you have a chemical imbalance and you've right. been, you know, everybody has fibromyalgia now. Everybody has. Yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started either. Everybody has, <laughs> uh, you know, grow balls, get strong, focus on yourself, get a career. I mean, uh, don't worry about all these stupid things. Exercise, eat properly, smoke pot. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm trying to talk to my mom about it, and she's from an, she's old school. She's still up in Maine, and to her, they marijuana were is heroin. If that's what they were told. Yeah, yeah, though. and I get it. I get it. And so I'm just patiently waiting until her pain gets to a point where I go, Mom, what is what at this stage in the game? What do you got to lose? Right. The cops aren't going to be kicking down no, your door. You're not going to die. you to prison. You know what? You need to print her an article. 
that's what I do to people that shut down. I don't ever try to convince anybody of anything. I mean, I get, yeah. I get very emotional and, you know, I, I, I get them an article that's printed by somebody. Uh, give them something by Sanjay Gupta because these, these are the heroes of your average Americans, your middle-class Americans. Right. She needs to see it on an MSNBC. She, she, and exactly. Yep. She no, need, I get it. And they're, all those articles are out there because once Sanjay Gupta or Sanjay Gupta, whatever but, the hell his name is, and Dr. Oz came out and ugh. said, oh my God, we were wrong. Dr. Oz. They Don't were right. And now they're, pr- I, I, listen, <laughs> listen. You know, that's why I do what I do because I tell the truth. But, I, I, it, you know, it is what it is. Hear me. My mom, my mom, I think, is the average American where she's not necessarily going to listen to experts. She's going to listen to her friends. And when her friends if are they've going, all been you know brainwa- what? Brainwashed when, when enough also. of her friends go to, are going to these marijuana talks that they give. Oh, they at, are? At the, you know, down in Florida, yeah, they're doing that now. And different states, they're doing that. But they're going big in. Shout out to Robert Platzhorn, who has the Silver Tour in Florida. He is the yeah. biggest advocate. He is educating all the yeah, seniors that's what in they need. Florida. They need education. It's like it's not po- it's not for everyone. No, but nothing no, is right. You may not like peanut butter. Hello. No, I do. Mm, okay. Sorry. Well, it's going to be crazy because uh, an unpres- unprecedented number of states will vote on marijuana this fall so this yeah. is going to be we're I, at a tipping point i don't know what's going to happen I, I i really don't i mean california to me isn't going to get legal you know i don't no i don't think so either i, I think they're going to play this out for a long because long time. the growers are afraid they're going to lose money it's Mm. It's about them. It's not about anything political. It's the poli- it's it's the marijuana politics. Sure, that's what's that's what's hurting California, and uh, I'm sorry because a lot of patients are suffering. But mm, I'm going to say I'm, I have something that's going to save the day for women. Marijuana tampons. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's going to hurt. Ouch. No, well, you don't have. You're a guy. But I mean, still, I mean, it would scratch. Why? No, you're not sticking. I love you. Oh, did you think you're going to like oh, put a Jesus butt up your... Christ. You're lucky you're pretty. Your, <laughs> he thought he was going to put... Well, I would have a I heard about marijuana suppositories and I'm like, ouch, that's really no. got to hurt. No. You need some yeah. special yeah. Hey, toilet I did, paper for that. There's a, there's a doctor that said, I did this story and I'm like four or five years ago, I don't remember his name now, but he said if you ate a bud a day, it re- reduces your... Rate of heart attack, 50%. Huh. I don't know. But anyhow, marijuana tampons are here to save the day by relieving awful period cramps. And I'm talking to you ladies out there, not you guys. I should hope so. But they're saying, what about a tranny? Does a tranny... It fits your urethra. But if you're a... Wait a minute. Listen. If you are a guy that went to be a girl... Do you get a period? Yeah, once again, I am not that guy. <laughs> I do my little magic tricks. I, I watch my little shows. I okay, don't. Well, really... I'm informing you. Oh, okay, cool. that, that's my cool. job. That's and I'm cool with it. I, yeah. I got a couple of friends that are trans. I'll, I'll, I'll hook them up to it. Well, they, do they use tampons? I do not know. Well, you know what? I think that'd be a good question to ask them because you if think they so? do. Yeah. Huh. Because of all we the can, questions. We can get marijuana tampons for them. People are saying, women are saying that. Within 20 minutes, 
their cramps are totally gone. Sure. Sure. I wish I could get rid of some things in 20 minutes. Anyway, you have been so fabulous. Thank you. Enlightening us about illusions, magic. What else? What else did you enlighten us about? I don't know. Tell everybody to come on by Capo Speakeasy over on Jones. What's the address? Uh, I don't know what the address is. It's on Jones and Sahara. If you Google the Google on the internet, uh, Capo Speakeasy Las Vegas, come on down. I'm there between six and nine most nights. And, oh, wait. I have to read my. We have a fabulous sponsor. Oh, who's that? Adam and Eve. (laughs) Do you know them? My girlfriend and I. I, We've we've been in there before. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I yeah. say about Adam Hi, and Eve. Hi, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Do you know Michelle and Adam and Eve? No, my girlfriend's name is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Anyhow, this is for you, babe. He's going to get you something, okay? If you're listening to this a show, pressure. V is going to buy you a gift from Adam and Eve because you get a discount, right? <gasps> we do? You do. You. <sighs> nice. The offer code is BABE69. She, we have. And, cool. Wait a minute. You get 50% off the first item. Nice. Do they sell dildos? I would imagine. Uh, okay. Really? Do they sell dildos? <laughs> really? That was a loaded question. <laughs> Ooh, no pun intended. <laughs> you get 50% off the first item and you get uh-huh. three feet. Uh, three, three feet of dildo for three, free. A three-foot <laughs> three dildo. No, uh, three free DVDs. I like to Who wait. watches DVDs? How the fuck? How old guys, are they? 50? Old, old guys watch porn, I guess. Uh, that's what I don't know. I've you never watched. You put it watched. in the player and you yeah. wait for it and you go past the FBI. And the, who does that? I, well, a lot of people because they're buying DVDs. They're, guys wow. are online every day looking that's at porn. Amazing. That's amazing. You don't am, watch yeah. porn? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Oh. I, don't, I just don't get DVDs. Well, how do you watch it? The internets. What the kids do. Oh, Isn't I, that? I don't Isn't know. Isn't that a thing? I don't know. And you're going to get free shipping. Uh, see, I'm going to go pick it up. You're going to. <laughs> I, oh, do I have to? Sh- I have to order it. Yes, I'll do that. I'll do that. It's worth right, it. Right, right. And you get one free gift from Renegade Talk Radio Network. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so, I'm gonna do that tonight. Oh my god, this is fabulous! You get a lot of free shit, and as we know, we're mm-hmm. all into free shit. It may be worth buying a DVD player. You may like it. I may. You may. I mean, these Go three old school. From what I understand, they're really fabulous DVDs. Very cool. Uh, maybe I can get one and uh, look at it, and you can review it next week. Review it next week. That'll be awesome. Anyway, I've had a fabulous time with you. You're me too. You're great. Your magic was fabulous. Everybody in Las Vegas, or when you come to Las Vegas. Go to Capos. Capos, speakeasy. Capos, speakeasy. And I think I've seen that driving down a street. Yep. Is yep. it in black letters on a white yep. building? And the one thing cool about there it is that go. you wouldn't know anything about it. it. Just it's just a regular old building until you go in. Yes. And one night we're gonna we're gonna surprise you, and I'm gonna bring my friends from Summerlin, come on and down. Uh, we're gonna come on down, and you're gonna do magic. Turn tricks. Thank you. So- I'm not turning tricks. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. I mean. Did no. you just ask me no, I, if I turned tricks? Well, I, well, I, I assumed. I assumed. I'm visiting here. I don't right. live here. A lot of the girls visit just for the weekend, <laughs> visiting their dad. We've had a wink, fabulous. Wink. We've had a fabulous time, and you're a fabulous guest. And thank you so much. And go to. I for, <laughs> what's your website again? Uh, the magic the, the of the v. V. The magic of v. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you know what? It's time to blow this joint. Abracadabra.